Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast, where two football diehard fans feel the joy and pain of being lifelong Washington fans. They will bring you an unapologetic and an occasional level-headed opinion. So hold on as we fight for old D.C. with your two favorite knuckleheads. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And it's been a while, but right over there is my main man, Reggie. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? Ah, man, you know, just living, L-I-V-I-N. Yeah, dealing with the brutal summer heat here in, uh, you know, behind enemy lines. Yeah, here here in old Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. We we got a little bit of a break today, but it. We had a few days of a hundred plus, and that's yeah, yeah. We've gone. I don't, I don't, I don't care where you're from. That's that's brutal. Yeah, they were talking about our record uh, that we had. I think like seventy days or something in a row, and they were talking about it this summer. We could challenge that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, you know, while we're always willing to talk about football, you know, when you walk outside in that kind of heat, all you want is is air conditioning or or a swimming pool. You know, that's that's all I was thinking about when I went outside. This well, it's AC for me. <laughs> AC for me. Although, let me go ahead and just say I can't swim. You can. I can swim. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and squash that real quick. All right. In case anybody was wondering, like, why I chose AC over the pool. Yeah. 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 I mean, you you do. I did see you one time with burgundy and gold uh, floaties. So you, never saw you know, that. you never. <laughs> I did. Saw that. I did see that. However, I got pictures, people. I got pictures. However, <laughs> just give me the AC. Yeah. yeah. I just. I'm just not. I'm just not one of those guys, man. Just want to be out in the sun, but. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I do know how to swim. Okay, okay. Did uh, any, any any traveling that you've been doing the French Riviera or uh, any any of your other places that you uh, nah, that you pop on and go to? No, nah, man, I haven't been anywhere, Ken. All right, all I've right. been right right here, me in this heat. Yeah. Well, you know, I was uh, last week. I was in DC and, 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 and working, and, and working, and working as <laughs> as as my boy. Uh, uh, Troy Palomato say, I'm, I'm never not working. Oh, yeah. I, I understand. That's how Reggie rolls, you know. <laughs> never uh, never not working. <laughs> yeah, I was in D.C. last week. was there on business, but I, I took some time to visit family and friends and uh, pop into a couple sporting goods places looking for some yeah. new commander's gear. Yeah, how was it? They, they need to do a little bit better. I did walk away with my first Washington Commanders shirt, but oh yeah, uh, but they need to. Well, hold on, well, tell us about this shirt, man. I, I didn't know it's, you. It's, I didn't it's, know it's, you had a it's shirt. It's a shirt that says Washington <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> I mean, tell the people what color is it? Uh, it's actually a gray shirt. Okay, uh, it's got the it's the um, got the Atari the Atari font on it, or is it <laughs> Atari? I don't know what that. I don't know well, what you're getting at it, there. Because all that. All that stuff they put out, man, it looked like it was from the eighties. So oh it no, no, like, no, it looked no. like that, like video game font. And no, stuff. this is like the uh, what do you call it? The active athleisure. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a. It's not a cotton T-shirt. It's the dry fit. The dry fit. The dry fit shirt, uh, and it just has. I think it has a W on it with Washington Commanders. I think that's all it says. And 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 that's a. I mean, most of them just have a W on it, um, but the quality of, of shirts. And quality of hats that that I'm seeing it, and I went to five or six different places. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods and Coles and another Sporting Goods and uh, whatever. I don't know a couple uh, a couple places in one of the malls. I was I saw a mall, so I went buzzing in there. Man, the, just the quality is not good. It is 
It is one step above flea market quality. Wow. And they want $55 for the shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the prices are a little bit high, but, I mean, the, again, if it was good quality and, yeah, and, you and good that. design, I, I would you pay that. be but, willing but to pay But the point it. being is they want $50 for, for Walmart quality. Yeah. Now, what I did see that I liked, I didn't purchase it, but I saw a full-size helmet and a mini helmet with the... Uh, the new paint scheme, you know, the, I don't know what they call it, the kind matte, of the, the, matte finish? the matte finish. Man, it looks sharp. It looks sharp. You didn't tell that, me? I, I sent you pictures. I, I don't, you, oh, man, I sent you pictures. Hey, man, look what I got. Hey, look look what, here. You interested? Uh, can't listen. There's a difference in sending a picture yeah. and you telling me now, oh, it looks pretty sharp. I looked at it because sometimes yeah, yeah. the picture doesn't do it justice. But if you like, man, look at this helmet. It did look. It this did look is good. sharp. It did. And they had some uh, some of the new uniforms hanging up. Uh, they, they, what they should have done is they should have put the helmet right by the uniforms on the display and, and just given that much visual, visual, visualization, God dog it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this out, man. Visualization of what we're going to see on the field. <laughs> uh, you know, if I, if I'm not busting somebody's name up, I can, you know, I'm just the, the, the English language. I'll, I'll just oh rip it. Oh my God. That, that, but anyway, that, that's one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> to get the picture. That's what I should have said. So we could get a better picture I, I of what you. we're going to see on the field. I got you. Well, I, I've I've fallen in love with the uniforms, man. You see all of the different pictures that yeah. out of OTAs and, and what the uh, team photographers uh, were putting out on Twitter and Instagram. And let me tell you, I, got, I have to admit, the, the initial rollout of the uniforms and what we saw uh, didn't do – do it justice based on what we're seeing in these pictures, man. So I, I, I'm down with the uniform. I don't care if it's the burgundy, if it's the black, if it's the white. Yeah. It, it the, your uniform and the helmet and all that, and what the players have done and with it, with the with the visors right. and all right. that. I'm with it. Yeah, I, and I agree. I, the everything that I've seen with that, whether it was when I was in there in D.C., the the replicas that they have, the helmets that they have, and everything, everything looks very sharp of what we're going to see on the field. Uh, they're their T-shirts and other hats and other things for the fans, they need to step up their game uh, and get that sharp, crisp looking of what we think the uniforms are going to be. And, I mean, I, like I said, I got, a, I got a pocket full of money. Not as much as Reggie, ladies and gentlemen, okay. but I got a pocket full of money. I got, you know, loose change and, and, and singles. Uh, Who's this Reggie guy with all this money you're talking about, man, though? Come on, man. We all know. We all know. Who is this guy? <laughs> but I tell you what, though. But I got money to spend, and I want to spend, and I've – I'm trying to spend it. I just can't find anything that I like. Well, I'm going to have to get one of them helmets, though, and add to my collection. Yeah, yeah. So, well, nice, man. Well, I, I'm i a little jealous, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Oh, and I did go to uh, the training camp. I, I sent I, – I don't know if you recall because – I you do. Know, you, don't, you, don't remember, you, know, you don't remember these pictures that I sent you. I went to the uh, training camp entrance. The Innova Center? Yeah, and uh, they, you know, they, they, they did not raise the – you know, raise the bar, raise the gates for me to be able to enter. Um, so you rolled, but so but you I was by. there. You rolled by. Well, I got out and I took a, a, a selfie uh, right there in front of the gates with the um, with the entrance what yeah. is, placard or whatever it is there. So yeah. you, you I, I, I saw the bubble, the bubble dome. Yeah. yeah, I got you, man. Right on, right on, man. I'm, I'm, um, again, I'm jealous. I, I wish I could have taken that trip. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll have to have to have to work that out. But uh, but we we are now roughly what three weeks just a pinch over three weeks right, right about a month uh, right about a, almost exactly a month I for think. for opening training camp yes and uh, this, this is the the kind of a, a really 
big downtime of the season, right? There, there's, there's not a whole lot of player movement. Most teams uh, across the board in the NFL ha- have their roster figured out at least who they're going into camp with. There'll, there'll be changes, I'm sure. Some, some people, obviously people getting cut and, and maybe a couple of additions during training camp. But um, everything is kind of set in place waiting for, for training camp at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, this, this is the low, like you said. And so we're going to try to continue to bring these to, to everybody, everyone, I should say. Kind of get my can on right there, kind of mixing it all up. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. But uh, we're going to continue to bring this to everybody and kind of kind of bring some, try to bring some interesting topics. And so we just kind of kind of throw a little mixed bag, um, I guess, today. Uh, just kind of some hot topics regarding the team and where we are now that uh, we're we finished OTAs, right? And uh, waiting to get back to uh, training camp. So, yeah, well, the uh, you know one of the hot things in the news right now is everything that revolves around Daniel Snyder, Mr. Snyder himself, and, and unfortunately for an extended amount of time, anytime you bring up Daniel Snyder's name, it's not anything good. You know, it, it, it's never, oh, man, look at the great move that he did. You know, it's like, oh, man, he, he did something again. But uh, Congress is, is, is trying to talk to him, and <laughs> he, he's, he's – Dan says he's got better things to do, man. Yeah, he, he, they're, they're like the bill collector. You know, he, he's just not home when the bill collector shows up. <laughs> Dan, you know? Dan is not interested. Yeah, he's not interested. Right, whatever you're selling, Dan don't want oh, it. I, I, I don't blame him. He's <laughs> – <laughs> Dan he, does not want it. He, he he does not want to answer any questions. Um, but uh, and, and, you know it's it's a uh, legal political game right now that they're dancing until they end up having a conversation with them or not. But one of the things that's happening besides the conversation is, is other political figures from the DMV. Uh, are, are voicing that they're not going to be supporting the stadium pretty much on all three Maryland, Virginia, or D.C. Right. Uh, as as far as any kind of public funding and, and anything that 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 takes their approval uh, on, uh, well, no, so things are going to be more definitely more challenging for for Snyder and a new stadium. No, no doubt that uh, Jason Wright has his uh, his work cut out for him because Daniel's the Daniel Snyder's presence within the organization right now is going to hinder a lot of things from a commercial side of things. Um, I don't think Dan is going to disappear or sell this team unless two things happen. Uh, one is there's going to be one smoking gun type Demi report that's the NFL has no choice but to get rid of the guy. Right. Right? Either that's going to happen or you're going to have a situation where all of the sponsors, which is what happened with the name change, right? that's going to come out and it's going to start affecting the NFL's bottom line. And, and then that is going to force the, force the NFL to do something with Dan Snyder. But until then, is you, if you watch any part of uh, Roger Goodell um, speaking to Congress, the NFL felt like they've done some things with Dan. Dan's no longer, and I'm using air quotes here, running the day-to-day. That's with his wife. And they fined him the most amount of money that's ever been fined, which was $10 million. But we know it may have been the most fine to an owner, but it wasn't a lot of money to a billionaire owner. 
Right. So Jason Wright and those guys have come in and changed the coach. So the NFL feels like they've done some things to help after the reports and do and uh, all the reporting things that have come out. If your end result is to get rid of Dan Snyder, the NFL at this point is not about to get rid of Dan Snyder. But people are going to retaliate against Dan Snyder, a la they're not going to want to give him the public funding for stadiums and things of that nature. But if you listen to this this podcast enough, you know, man, I don't care about Dan Snyder one way or the other. I'm here to root the guys on the team, uh, the coaches, staff, and the product on the field. But Dan Snyder's presence is a mere hindrance to anything commercial um, going forward with with this organization, man. It's going to continue to be that way. And and not only commercially, I mean, I think he he has interfered with directly with. Uh, day-to-day operations. Now, he hasn't, I don't believe so, since uh, Ron has been in town. Right. But, you know, he's 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 royally messed up a lot of things over the years from a... He's meddled on, for sure. Yeah, for, on, on the... He's on, definitely meddled. affected on, on the field, yes, yes. Um, and, I mean, but it's also going to, you know, when, when, when they're planning on a stadium... Um, I mean, one of the locations that they uh, bought, they bought an option to purchase the land down the road. That might be their only choice, right? If, if they're not getting funding and they're, and they're moving, and, and where they're moving to, I don't know if you saw it or paid attention to the map, you know, it is, it is incon- going to be inconvenient for a lot of people. You know, it, it's not just outside of D.C. Uh, you know, obviously RFK was in, in D.C., but the you know FedEx is just outside, so it's not that traffic around there is horrible. But right, it's right. but distance wise, it's not that bad. Uh, even the initial places where they were talking about in Virginia weren't that bad. But this place is like another, I want to say like thirty miles further south. Uh, Jeez. So it's gonna it's gonna impact fans just trying to get to the game when you when you move that far out. We'll yeah, see. yeah. Dan, Dan is, Dan is not good for business uh, these days. That, that's for sure, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's no no other way around it. Yeah. Um, but besides that, you know, we all we all know how we feel about Dan. Um, and and, and besides that, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn more to on the field. Um, for for those that have have been listening, you already know that. Um, you know, my my heart and hope is. With Washington, and I want nothing more than their success. But this year, I've, I've, this year, definitely more than at least probably the last 10 or 15 years, even when we've had mediocre teams, I've had my foot on the brake, you know, tapping the brake lightly this year far more than any other year. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm a little surprised, Ken. I ain't gonna lie. a little bit of surprise in myself or am I just, you know, facing reality? I don't know. But, um, so I had just a bunch of questions to kind of throw at you to discuss about this upcoming season, about the team that Ron and company have, have put together, um, question marks that I have or don't have. 
and just kind of want to bounce a few things off of you here. Let's do it, the, For the rest of the podcast yeah, here. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so this is just basically Washington. These are, these are questions for the commanders and the commanders fans, right? The, the, way, the way Ron and staff answers this may be different than you and I. Um, uh, publicly, they're definitely going to answer it differently, but I wonder behind the scenes how, how they feel about this. Uh, I'll tell you how they're going to feel, Ken. Yeah. You just shoot them questions. All right, all right, Reggie, I think you can handle this first one here. Come. Uh, call me Reg, uh, this, call me Reggie Rivera. Yeah, this <laughs> I got you. This this might seem like a softball for for the first one, but I'm going to preface it that we've had this problem for a number of years. Um and again, hashtag prove it with every single one of these questions from my perspective. <laughs> will, <laughs> I know you're laughing already cuz I'm setting it up, right? But here's the first one. Will we have a legitimate second, and hopefully third wide receiver this year. Will we have a legit second or third wide receiver? I mean, we got them on the field, right? But will they perform and actually impact, make a positive impact to for one? Well, Obviously, catch and and score and yards, but it's also taking pressure off of Terry so Terry can be the the superstar that we all know that he is, but with all the double coverage and everything like that, um, nobody plays Terry straight up because they don't ever have to. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fair. So so here's how I'm going to answer that question. Um, the, The short answer is yes, but it won't seem like it. And hear me out. Okay. So they're going to resign Terry. I believe that. I okay. do too. Yeah. So with that being the case, I think our offense will will be centered on Terry McLaurin. We're, we're not going to have an offense, I don't think, where Terry is our best receiver, but they spread the ball around a lot. I think Terry will get a ton of opportunities to to pad his stats and those kinds of things. So because of that, it's going to look like we don't have the second and third receiver that you're that you're asking about. But I think what's going to happen is I think our offense is going to look a lot more a lot more proficient. It's going to look a lot more balanced. And so, therefore, the ball will be spread around a little bit, but I still think the offense will be catered toward Terry. Sure. But I do think we're going to get production out of the other guys. It just probably won't be um, eye-popping stats-wise where you go, man, we had two 1,000-yard uh, receiving receivers. Sure. We're not going to be that. Right. But I think Terry's going to have the bulk and then you're going to see, you know, Downey Brown. You're going to see Curtis Samuel doing his thing. You're going to see, hopefully, uh, the rookie, um, Jahan Dotson, translate what we saw in OTAs mm-hmm. over to the field. And I think they're going to all support Terry. But I think the eye-popping stats will probably go to Terry. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say, I think we will have better wide receiver uh, across the board production this year. But – you know, I'll go back, like I said, the last couple years, two or three, maybe four or five years, um, that we, we, we don't have that depth. I mean, last year, Terry, Terry was our leading receiver. You know who was second and third? Who? Running backs. Okay, so our quarterbacks, though, we I understand. Had, were, were check down guys. I, right? I understand. I, and I'm not but, – but, but also, we, we didn't have any receivers that – stepped up, whether it was for injury, whether it was performance, whatever it was. We thought uh, Sims would take the next step. We thought Brown, man, this rookie, we hear, we hear good things about him. Uh, Humphreys, like, man, we got him at, at, a, at a decent deal, man. He's, you know, he can play. Obviously, Samuels, uh, even, even Carter. Carter had some moments, but steady throughout the year, we didn't ever have a, another wide receiver that stepped up 
and we 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 didn't have a second wide receiver last year. We had a a collection of receivers that fair enough, played. Fair enough, but but did we not have that guy because our offense was a little bit hampered, or was the offense hampered because we didn't have the other guy? All the above. I, I think it's both, right? Okay. So 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 one, it's kind of one 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 effect or the other. And, and and that's been happening for last year, the year before, the year before, it's been the year all before. My life, Ken. Correct, correct. Um, you know, we I mean, we can go back to you know Jackson and, and Garcon, but uh, but that, but it's been a minute, man. It's, it's, been, a, it's, it's been, been a minute. It's been a long damn time. Yeah. So, but I I agree. I think one of these uh, receivers will step up. I think the receiving core as a whole would be a strength of the team. I don't know that. We're gonna put two guys into the Pro Bowl type of type of year, right. but I have have no doubt that our receiving core will be will be something that teams will have to take notice about. No, absolutely, and I I think this receiving core, like I said, if they double Terry, um, they'll be like, oh man, this guy keeps getting open. Oh man, this guy get, it might be the second or third wide receiver. Like man, how do we keep letting the third wide receiver get open? Well, because he's he's got the skill set to do it. Uh, to where Gotta in go. the past I don't know that we have a quarterback it. with an arm, Ken. Quarterback with an arm. They all they all got arms. Let's just hope this one's accurate. Ooh, oh, man. oh man, I, I don't I need a I need a drop for that one, right? <laughs> what is this one? Oh, there we go. That's that's as good as I got. <laughs> um, next question here. We're gonna move to the other side of the ball. Uh, last year. I kind of felt that uh, Holcomb was the only impactful linebacker that we had. Um, I know we did some finessing of how we ran our linebackers, but what do you mean, Landon Collins was a linebacker? Okay, <laughs> All right. I, so that's why I said finessing. <laughs> uh, finessing. What do you mean? We had number twenty-six was a linebacker. Uh, where's he at this year? I'm just. We right, talk, that, that, well, but you I'll, talked about but, last year. But 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 to my point is, you know, are we going to have linebackers that the the NFL is not the traditional front line and linebackers like they were 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But you you got to have linebackers that that that, that show up. Okay. Um, I mean, there, there there's times where again, other than Holcomb. There, we didn't even know if we had another linebacker on the field some games. Okay. And, and even if we were only playing with two linebackers, the second one oftentimes just disappeared. Uh, okay. whether, whether it was you know with blitzes, picking up the run, covering tight ends, whatever the case may be. Um, but what's the question? The question is, are, are, are we going to have solid across the board linebacker play this year? Because we didn't do a whole – we didn't make moves at linebacker. I mean, if you look at where we made moves in the offseason, linebacker's one where we kind of stayed pat. Okay. So so clearly we didn't address the linebacker position in free agency and the draft. Correct. So, therefore, you have to say you can't expect much more production out of the linebacker spot this year. Now, the hope is clearly that – Jamin Davis is going to take a jump in year two. Right. Because otherwise they would have done some things. But I also think what Ron is going to do, and Ron is going to do what he has done since he's been here, which is go and find guys off the scrap 
you know, once OTAs, I mean, uh, training camp is over and guys start getting cut, and then he's going to bring in some guy off, off, off the scraps. And hopefully that that guy on a one-year deal can come in here and and give us some production in one year. But um, I think everyone is banking on Jamie Davis, and I think they're banking on our front with uh, uh, Mathis and Payne and those guys being able to keep the linebackers clean. That, I mean, th- th- there's no other way. And then you, you heard all about the – Buffalo nickel thing and all that. So between Holcomb and Davis, and then they're going to be throwing guys in there as that third linebacker. That's clearly the game plan, right? Um, and and it, I don't. It, know. But it's all going to hinge, in my opinion, is on the progression of Jamin Davis because you're going to you know what you're going to get from Cole Holcomb, right? And Cole has steady, steadily improved year after year. He's he's, he's a solid, very solid linebacker, very player. solid. And and in some ways, you could probably say he's overachieved. Well, but but at the end of the day, it's gonna I think all go as uh, Jamin Davis improves in year two, right? So so to answer your question, I don't expect the linebackers' position to be overly or much different this right. year than it was last well, year. Well, it, well, and it's a little bit of a concern because when when you talk about that, I mean, we definitely again, I'll go back to my hashtag prove it. Right, Jamin Davis has not proved it, and. The other individual that you said basically played linebacker is no longer on the team in Landon Collins. Now, LC. There, there, there was a lot of talk that Collins uh, team yeah, post June one cut. Yeah, and 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 Washington had been talking behind the scenes, and after after uh, June first, he was quite possibly looked like uh, the rumor mill had it that he was a good chance that he was coming back. It's been. Three weeks now, and I haven't heard a peep. You know, I need to, I need the the, the drop for crickets because I haven't heard <laughs> anything about Landon Collins after the first two or three days. He's coming of, back. of June. He's coming back. Is he coming? You you you've been talking to people. He's coming back. Watch. You. I'm I'm just telling you. They're they're gonna sign Terry. Yeah. And then because this, I think the market for for Landon has been uh, been very. Dry. Oh, it, it yeah, it, it shrinks a little bit every every day. And I think, uh, and I think after they finish Terry, then I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna resign Landon. Okay, he's coming and, back. And, and remember and, this. And, and what and what you always give me a hard time about at this point, it's going to be at a team friendly contract, probably. Okay, thank you very much. I'll go ahead and take credit for that. Yeah, one. but that's a gamble. That's, that's a huge gamble. By you who? Take. By Washington or Collins? Because Collins, there, there's 31 no, other teams you, that he can I'm sign. Talking about you, you're saying that that he, oh, he no, didn't no, no, sign team friendly deal. It, it only because it, it's probably going to work out that way. Well, I I didn't think that he was worth the money that you were talking about, and I, and I think he's going to end up signing closer to what I thought, or maybe a pinch less. But um, that's but that's only because of the market. I mean, but but that's but a guy can be really good. It's just the market. But if he was that that player uh, and that impactful and didn't have holes in his game, somebody would have signed him first no, day. No, because I'm gonna give you an example, right? And I know I know we're we're, we're 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 blending sports here, right? You follow basketball, right? Kyrie Irving is a, is a knucklehead, right? Right? He doesn't deserve to be on this podcast, but he's a knucklehead. However, you can't. The guy is unquestionable talent. But because of everything else, the baggage that comes with him, the market is dry. He he's he's talking about getting out of Brooklyn right now, 
And right now they're saying the only team that shows interest is the Lakers. It has nothing to do with his talent. It's the rest of it. So right now, Colin, right. it's not about Colin's talent or the holes in his sure game. Sure it, it is. It, it, it's, it's a factor. But my point being is the reason he's going to take a low deal is because the market is dry. Not because the guy can't play. And not because he's a knucklehead either. Well, it may be less that he's a knucklehead. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you compare one knucklehead to, you know, uh, of... Uh, my point being is the market is dry for him. So he's going to have to take less money. Uh, again, if he if he was Pro Bowl, which he was, uh, when he's former Pro Bowler, yeah, I'm saying if he was Pro <laughs> Bowl or close to Pro Bowl the past year or two, there he would be either with Washington still or already be on another team. That's fair. So that's fair. All right, moving on, moving on here. We've got uh, Logan Thomas still recovering from injury. And, you know, Logan Thomas is as from when we signed him to until he got injured has been a, actually a, a very pleasant surprise for Washington. He has been. And but this injury is, is going to linger at least into the beginning of the season. And he, he was starting the pup. Yes. Yes. Uh, will the tight end position have production the first half of the year? without Logan Thomas being there. So you're, you're basically going to be counting on a rookie, a second-year guy, and then Seals Jones. Two, two unproven guys. Seals Jones. No, Seals Jones is not on our team. Uh, he didn't. He did, Oh, that's right. He signed. Uh, you're talking about Reyes and uh, Gandy Golden. Well, I'm not talking about Reyes, but I'm not even, and I'm not even talking about Gandy Golden because <laughs> I don't think either one of those guys is going to make the team it, unless they do because – Logan Thomas's injury is going to last longer. They will make the team from a hit count, and then they will probably get one both of them. them? Release. I don't know about both, but uh, but but they'll they'll have three tight ends, unless they sign a guy from training camp. They're going to sign somebody else, a veteran from training camp. Both of the, both of those, Gandy Golden and Rez will be gone. That's my that's my prediction. Okay, all right. Um, um but I think. The team will rely less on a tight end position. You are not going to get the production. I don't think those guys are going to kill us, but I don't think they're going to get the production out of the tight end spot uh, the first few weeks. So we're not we're not going to have that weapon, basically. And I don't know that we'll necessarily need it because if, and I know this is if, if everything goes the way I think they want to run the offense, it's going to be you need a blocking tight end, a guy that can catch the ball, you know, whatever, he's sneaking out the back. But they're going to rely on McKissick, uh, the running game with McKissick and um, Gibson and, and uh, the rookie, and then they got these wide receivers that they got. So I, I don't think they're going to rely on them. Now what's going to be interesting is Carson Wentz has always had a tight end. And so it'll be interesting to see how he uses a tight end. So it wouldn't surprise me that some of those guys might get some good looks because it's a security blanket for Carson. Sure, but, sure. But I don't know that that's and what he, he is a big tight end right? as well. I mean, I'm saying. big target. Yeah. So if those guys show they can catch the ball, which I know Bates can and apparently this kid out of Nevada can, they, they may. But I don't know that they're going into the season hoping to get a ton of production early on out of the tight end position. All right, all right. Uh, moving on to the next question that I have. And one of the criticisms that I had last year from a coaching staff perspective was 
the the amount of time it took for offensive and defensive coordinator on to make adjustments. Okay, in game adjustments or uh, or more so for the, for the season. Week to week. I mean, yeah, week to week. I mean, Del Rio for the first five, six, seven weeks was was just locked into his style of what he was doing and all of a sudden he made some adjust it was during the um uh our our off week our bye week they went in ron said we're going to evaluate everything and they did come out and started playing a different made, made some adjustments and you could see what they were doing and all of a sudden their defense wasn't all of a sudden great but it was a noticeable difference from that point on the rest of the year um uh turner was was slow to make adjustments on on some of the things that he was doing. He's like, I, you know, I, I got to do it. If I if I do it a hundred times, maybe the hundred first time, things will work. And it, it, he just became predictable for a while. And then finally, he made some adjustments, and it was like, oh man, okay, he's he's mixing things up and 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 setting plays up to get people open. Now, now, granted, they both both sides of the ball had injuries that they had to deal with. Um, you had a, you had a quarterback who was also still learning the the offense as well. But it didn't seem like they were making the adjustments. Will they be that locked in this year? Well, of of what they're trying to do. Uh, okay, um, Del Rio, in my opinion, personally has has or had no excuse, in my opinion, for at least the first half of the se- of the season. So I don't know what his deal was with the defense. Uh, you've heard me talk about how I felt like he was afraid to get get into the um the face of Chase and Montez, but for whatever reason he didn't make those guys um play as a unit. Um which is exactly what he's supposed to do as which is as what he's supposed to do, but he didn't. Now I'm a little torn on um uh the offense coordinator, Turner. Right. Because I don't know if his game plan or the lack of game plan that we saw game plan slash adjustments that we saw week to week. I don't know if it was because he didn't, he wasn't creative or it was a situation where he was limited. But to me, this year tells me there's no limitation. You can argue and debate how good or how well you think Carson Wentz is, but you don't have a now a guy that's not mobile, Alex Smith. You don't have a guy that doesn't have a big arm and can throw the ball downfield, Taylor Heineke. you got a guy that gives you a little bit of both. And he's a big, mobile, strong quarterback. So does that change the game plan, or, do, or does Scott Turner go in with the same type of approach? So to answer your question, I don't know what the issue with Scott the past two seasons were. Because if you look at his quarterbacks, they were both hampered, or they had their limitations. But this year... You got speed at the wide receiver. You got your, uh, your 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 running backs that could do a little bit of everything, and then you even got your 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 short yardage guy in the rookie. Then you have your big, mobile, strong, athletic, throw the ball downfield quarterback. So there's no excuse. Right. So I need to see now: Does he call the game? Does he make adjustment? Does the offense look different? But Jack Del Rio didn't have those excuses last year and it, to me it just seems like he was seemed like he was getting out coached every right. year and I, I mean I mean every week right right the, the um and the changes over the last 
couple years, you know, you know big time uh, th- this past year, uh, is it, you know they, they went and, and got the tools that they wanted from offense, right? New, com- compared to this time last year, I mean, you have to kind of consider Samuels to be one of those because they didn't have him most of the year last year. Right. So, you, so you got Samuels that you wanted. You got um, uh, Dotson that you wanted. Right. You've got the running back out of Alabama that you wanted. You brought back uh, McKissick that you wanted. So, you know, you went and got the things that you wanted, and it's up to you now to – put those pieces in a position for success. Right. Um, so, so, so it would be very telling for Turner this year. I agree a hundred percent. Cause if we come out looking the same, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Right. Right. But we hope that he coaches different. We hope that the adjustments are different and we hope to expect and expect to see that the offense looks different this year. Right. Cause, cause this offense should be able to play underneath and it should be able to play over the top. So we'll see. We, we, we shall see. We shall see. I know we talked about it you know, a little bit ago. I, I, I'm interested from a defensive perspective of how these linebackers are utilized and played this year. Um, I, think our de- I think our defensive line out of the gates will play better than they did last year out of the gates. I mean, it's hard to play any worse than they were the first four or five weeks. Um, and I think our secondary will, will play solid uh, you know, going into camp, if if they're all healthy like they were, I think there's continued growth uh, with like St. Juice and some of the other guys. So I'm, I'm kind of interested. I think to me, the linebackers are kind of a, a, a linchpin on on how everything works. They, the, they may not be the most impactful as far as what you see on the field, but there won't be, you know, missed assignments, missed tackles, missed whatever uh, if they're playing. Playing well, they'll be filling the holes, filling the gaps, and, and I think you're going to see the defense play well out of the gate. And I'm going to tell you why, because I because for starters, Chase Young probably won't start. Okay, right, and so you got the backup guys, and we know when those backup guys played last year, they played as a unit, and I think you're going to see the defense look like a unit the first few weeks of the season. What will be telling to me is how different the defense look when Chase Young comes back. Right. Will will he be impactful? Will he be impactful? Will it, will he will he disrupt the flow of the defense? Difference maker. Will he be yeah. a, or will he be a difference maker in a positive way? Yes. In a, in, yes. Absolutely <laughs> in a positive way. So so, but I think in early on because the guys that play behind Chase and Montez aren't first round picks. Right. So those guys are going to do and listen to whatever the coaches say. Less, I, I less rope. Agree. Yes, less yes, rope. Yes. So therefore, I think the defense as a whole, we're going to come out of the gate. They're going to look. They're going to look all right. Right. They're right. going to look just fine. All right. So we'll see. I got. I got one last question. Um, it's it's kind of going back to what we do during the season, and and this isn't. I'm not asking oh. for. I'm not asking for a record. You know, it's way too early to give any kind of prediction of record, but. From a confidence perspective, just confidence on where we are as a team. What's your, what, what, what's your number? What's your confidence, Reg? <laughs> oh, man. What, what's my number uh, yeah. as far as what? Uh, confidence in where we sit for success for this coming year. Oh, 
It's broad, but it, I mean, you, you know, you could tie that to nah, to, to a thing. It. But I got yeah, it. listen, man, listen. I feel pretty good, Ken. I know you do. That's why I'm trying to get your get your I, number. I feel pretty good. Um, look, man, let me dial this back a little bit. <laughs> let me, let me, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let me, let me dial this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to jump in the water, and yeah, oh man, I, I don't know, back. man. I need to go down to the to the low dive before I get jump yeah. off the high dive. This is uh, <laughs> this is before training camp. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm talking about this right now. All right, things this, can okay. change, you know. Things can change. So this is before before uh, training camp. So right now, before training camp. Yeah. Listen, man. What's listen, your number? Listen. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's a long time I'm, to get a I'm, number. I'm eight and a half, nine on this, okay, man. I'm, okay. Listen, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. What? That, 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 you do feel good, eight and a half, nine, because you know what? I don't know that I've heard eight and a half, nine on any game, on any hell no thing that we've ever done. For but what? They ain't deserve. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But look, this today, might be an all time high, eight and a half, today, nine. Boy. Man, listen, I'm drinking all the Kool-Aid. You are you are feeling it. That's right. I'm drinking all this Kool-Aid, man. I hope they don't lace it. Because <laughs> I'm drinking all <laughs> I'm drinking all of it, man. Yeah, man. We I sound I'm not I don't want to put words in your mouth, but man, it sounds like we only one or two losses the way you're talking, man. I like no, it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. But you know I'm, No, we're not on predictions. We're not there yet. No, but shh, man. I feel shh, man, I feel good. All right. So no, yeah. I, I got a, I got a number that I, I want to give, but real quick, I want to know. I know your number ain't high. So what do you think my number is? Just I'm just asking real quick. <laughs> quick, come on. Three. Three, no. <laughs> I, I got about. But I know, uh, hang on, but, but I know you long enough. Yeah. You're going to go neutral. Ken's going to say, I'm going to give you the five. No, nah, and I understand that because I have been critical. I'm not going to say critical. I just know there's a lot of question marks across the board. We talked about it uh, before we did the podcast. You know, there's a question mark on, you know, what Wentz we're going to get. Or the question mark of, you know, when we start talking about second and third wide receivers, there's a question mark because we haven't had anybody there yet. Question mark on the on the linebackers because outside of Holcomb, we didn't have any right. impactful players. Like I said, we can keep on going down the list. All the, the things list. that make need, we need to be successful, the question marks. Yes, yeah, and, and, and I'm hopeful that they'll all get together. I think we will do better as a team uh, that we did last year. So but my number is higher than you think. It's a seven. What? It's a seven. It's a seven. And, 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 and I will say that wow. I would expect potentially for it to move up more than I expect it to go down. Okay. But um, like I said, I, I, I'm at a seven. I'm just kind of. That is higher than I thought. I'm, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit because I need there, – there's too many things that have to go right for me to beat at a nine. If I saw two games and we come out two games and we're looking good, oh, it's going to go up high fast. Well, it should because we're playing Detroit and Jacksonville. So, damn it, it should. E- even against those teams. Now, if we barely win those games? Correct, correct. Hey, hey. But but whatever teams, I mean, you could come out. Now I don't want to lose to. I don't expect us to lose to those two teams. But if we were playing two playoff contending teams and we lost them both, but they were tough grinding games. Our offense moved. Our defense just it cracked once or twice. But and overall, ran, played we just well, ran out of time. Then then I still feel good about it. Right about about the team itself, not about. We're going to know what kind of team we have at the first four games. I, I would agree because we're going to have two games that are winnable. And then we have two division games right. against, against the other 
good teams in our division. So we'll know. Yeah, yeah, we'll know. But uh, as as of right now, it, it's a seven. All it's right. a seven. It's not. It's not too high. Ah, that's a lot uh, higher than I thought, man. I know. I know you did. I know. You did. And and you know what? In in past years, um, I would have been right there. But eight this and is, half but nine this is before you. training camp too. So right. let's well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, anything you need to you, you need for us to close with? No, man. I just uh, just want to thank everybody who's been listening to us and thank all of our followers on uh, social media and. Uh, you know, again, I think we tweeted about how uh, we got all of our issues worked out with Apple. Yes. And uh, so so for those that are listening here, and if you prefer the Apple podcast, we're now on Apple. So, again, just do a search uh, for us on Burgundy and Gold, and it's the uh, the Ansign, um, not A-N-D. And uh, Burgundy and Gold, Knuckleheads podcast, and you'll find us on there. You'll see our see our mugs on there. Right. If you do a Google search, it'll, it'll pop up on, yeah. on multiple uh, podcast platforms. So, so we got that, but again, continue to follow us, continue to share, continue to spread the word. Please share. Um, please share. So again, we're on Instagram, Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads. We're on Twitter, Burgundy and Gold Podcasts. Um, our handle is at Duh Two Knuckleheads. That's D A, the number two Knuckleheads. And uh, again, just continue to follow us. We tweet. We talk a little noise. We have a little fun with it. You know, we yeah. have a little, little gifs, gifs. Yeah, you look, 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 you know? for, look for us on uh, Twitter because right now we're probably the most active on Twitter. Yep. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Throw some questions. Throw some comments. Banter back and forth with yeah. us. Call yeah. us knuckleheads. We don't care. Yeah. We appreciate being called knucklehead sometimes. That's it. That's who we are. <laughs> that's who we are. That's right. So um, so until then, man, I mean, that's all I got. So this was good. It's good to see you again, Ken. Yeah. And uh, good to be talking to all of you guys. So continue to support us. We appreciate it. And until next time, peace out. Peace out, Michael Hitz.